Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is your old buddy Johnny Mays wishing you a very good morning at the beginning of this week and uh, just to let you know that still suffering from gray skies and smoky skies here in my town of Lodi but one thing I'm sure of above it all the sun is shining. Can I get a big amen? Well, I was thinking this morning of a little tune kind of floating about in my head. Remember it? If I could save time in a bottle, the first thing that I'd like to do. (laughs) Yeah, those are the words of Jim Croce, the singer-songwriter. He said the thing he'd like to do is to save every day till eternity passes away just to spend them with you. He said, if I can make days last forever, if words could make wishes come true, I'd save every day like a treasure. And then again, I would spend them with you. It was kind of a sad thing that this song was released only after Jim Croce died in a horrific airplane crash. And yet it was almost prophetic, his desire for more time. I guess if any man could desire only one thing, he'd probably wish for more time. Well, you know, the Bible has some things to say about time, especially the preacher in his book, The Ecclesiastes. He said there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. That's from the third chapter. And you know, one of the most fascinating, and I might add frustrating, of all the subjects that can be thought about is that four-letter word time. It's amazing. I mean, we all have the same amount of time. I mean, whether we are penniless or whether we're the richest person on earth, whether we're old or whether we're young, Whether we're married or single, we all have the same amount of time. And think about it, how much of the subject of time is woven into the fabric of our everyday conversation. Like, what time does the meeting start, did you say? What time will the meeting end, do you know? I don't have time for that. How much time is this going to take? Don't waste my time on that. It's time to go. I need a time out. It's time we had a long talk. Or it's time to go on a long walk. What time is supper? (laughs) Yes, uh, there's lots of conversation about time. In his best-selling book, A Brief History of Time, Cambridge University physicist Stephen Hawking wrote and theorized that time has no beginning and no end. He said time exists from eternity to eternity. Well, Mr. Hawkins is correct in his description, but sadly he's describing the wrong thing. For it is not time itself which has no beginning and no end. But the creator of time, the eternal God, it is God 
who created time that has no beginning and no end. And that's pretty difficult to wrap your brain around. That God has always been, always is, and always shall be. It is God who exists from eternity to eternity. And it's difficult to put into words, but this is how the psalm writer expresses the eternity of God in Psalms 90. He said, Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born or you brought forth the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. What did he say? Before the mountains were born or you brought forth the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. So, Contrary to Stephen Hawkins' theory that time is infinite and eternal, the scriptures say that the phenomena of time was created by God. God created time. In the beginning, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God said, let there be lights and an expanse of the sky to separate the day from the night. And let them serve as signs to mark seasons, days, and years. So the Bible tells us that the steady march of time had a definite beginning. And it will also have a definite end. There will come a time when there's an end of all things. Like a clock that is wound and slowly progresses through the hours... God has set time into motion and he's fixed a certain point at which time will end. That is time as you and I know it. Time as you and I understand it. And this is not only true in the grand scheme of the universe. No, let's bring it home because it's also true for each of us as individuals. In Psalms 139, God says, All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to pass. Psalms 31 says, My times are in your hands. And Psalms 90 says, Teach us to number our days aright. Listen to me, friends. When it comes to time, God has set your life into motion. And he has allotted to you a certain number of days. He has fixed a time when your earthly life will end. But even though the heavens and the earth will be destroyed, what did St. Peter say? Even though the steady march of the years will cease, even though time itself will come to an end, your existence will continue into eternity. You will go past time. And why will you do that? Because God has prepared you for an eternal existence. Now listen, because of our sins, unfortunately we deserve to suffer for eternity, an eternal death, an eternal damnation. But that's not what God wants. In fact, St. Paul says in the book of Romans, that God has given us a gift. 
and the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. No one, no one ever has to suffer an eternal damnation because of their sins, because God has offered a gift to everyone who will receive it. And that gift is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Eternal life, by the way, isn't a measure of days or a measure of existence. It's a quality of being, a state of being. You will be, you will be as God is forever and forever. See, God has compassion in our world. And we saw that compassion when he sent his son to pay for our sins by his blood. He sent his son to rescue us and to give us salvation. The Bible says, whoever believes in him shall have eternal life. He will bring you that believe into his everlasting kingdom. And while you remain here on earth, your most precious possession is the time that God has allotted to you that while you are alive, you can bring glory to God in your life. Like the old song says, if I could put time in a bottle. Well, you cannot halt the unyielding march of days because like a clock ticking away, time progresses invariably. Like a treasure, a precious treasure, your days on earth are spent, never to be returned or relived. Listen, my friend, you cannot put the time in a bottle. You cannot save up extra time for the future. And you cannot borrow or buy extra time. As Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Remember the parable that Jesus told of the talents? The talents of three men. Each man was given a certain amount of money by their master to invest and to use while the master was away on a trip. And when he returned, two of the servants had wisely used the money and gotten a good return. But one of the servants was wicked and lazy and he hid his portion away and did not use it, had not gained anything for his master. And like the master in the parable, see, God has allotted to each of us a precious treasure, a certain amount of time to serve him here on earth. And when he comes again, he expects to see that each of us have used our time wisely and well, and that each of us have invested our time to serve him and to spread this good gospel, this good news of Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul said in Colossians, make the most of every opportunity. You see, when God calls for an accounting of the time allotted to you, will he commend you for making the most of every opportunity, for serving the Lord with gladness, for giving to him and his service the proper portion of your life? Again, in 1 Corinthians, Paul says, the time is short. And it truly is. It seems here we are in the middle of 2020. And this year seems to be passing so quickly. And over this past year, good resolutions and good intentions have fallen by the wayside. 
The precious treasure of time has too often been wasted. Remember what Jesus said, Behold, I come quickly. Trust me, my friend. Your master is returning. The clock is running. And your time on earth is precious. You and I need to learn it's not about just good resolutions or good intentions. We need to make the most of every opportunity. As St. Paul says in Colossians, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So let that be your prayer, O God. You're the God of our past. You're the God of our present, and you're the God of our future. You are you are our hope for years to come. You know, God forgives you when you fail. God accepts, however, imperfect your offerings of time and service, which you offer to him with faith in his Son. You may not have big works or mighty works or renowned works. That's not important. The fact is that you've been faithful. Because God will bless your efforts and make them bear fruit. God will use your work to serve him and extend his kingdom in the, in, in the days to come. So now, today, beginning now, today, use your most precious, irreplaceable treasure, your time, to serve the Lord with gladness. And I know then you will discover the genuine satisfaction, the genuine fulfillment of what it means to live this life and what it means to know our Lord. Well, let me take time here to say God bless you and thank you for spending your time with me this morning listening to these words. I hope they're encouraging to you. If they are encouraging, why don't you take time and share these podcasts forward to your family and friends. And perhaps they too will be blessed. Until next time, God bless you. God bless you richly. And God give you great wisdom. For now we have the opportunity. Now is the time to do what God desires for us and longs for us to do. And this is my prayer. Thank you, my friends. Thank you. Goodbye.